Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome. Welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today I have an incredible woman with me. We met, um, I want to say like a few months back now, like from, well, it's going to be last, last year because we're in a new year right now, um, in Vegas and at the Level Up Conference. And I heard her speak and her message was truly, truly inspiring. And ever since then, we built an incredible relationship with the Level Up community. And I just adore her. Crystal Laura, I have with me. And Crystal Laura, I'm going to pass you the mic, do a little intro, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, sounds good. First of all, thank you for having me. This is just such an honor and bless- and a blessing to be here with you and to develop these conversation and th- these relationships. So impactful. So a little bit about me. I'm Crystal Laura Cruz. I'm CEO of Cruz Beyond Limits Consulting. So I'm a life, fitness, leadership, and business accelerator. So I'm on a mission to help empower every person on the planet, put themselves first, for 34 minutes a day. And I do that through group coaching, fitness coaching, business coaching, and just creating a, an experience for people. As a former NFL cheerleader, professional athlete, also marathon, ultra marathon runner, cancer survivor. I went from wheelchair to cancer to 25, 26 marathons now. And it's just been an incredible journey of resilience and strength and overcoming adversity. So I'm really on a mission to help shorten time for people and give them hope and inspiration and be able to start wherever they're at and understand their heart, their mind, their body, and how they can show up powerfully in each and every day. Mm. That's a little bit about me. I love that. I love that. And I kind of want to get into your, let's start with the NFL cheerleading career first off. So I remember you sharing at the conference, like the expectations of being like that type of cheerleader, right? So like, Mm -hmm. and your mentality along that journey. So kind of talk about that, like getting into a cheerleader and being in the NFL cheerleader and kind of go through all that. Yeah. So I think I've been dancing since I was, since I could walk. Right. So I grew up as a little girl, just dancing, dancing everywhere. And so as a dancer and then a cheerleader, I, you know, it was like, okay, how can I perform at a bigger level? And of course the NFL is the, is the pinnacle of a young woman. Like not everyone wants to do it, but for me, it was it was something that I wanted to aspire to be. And my aunt actually was a cheerleader in 1993. So she went to the Super Bowl. I cheered for the Buffalo Bills. Yep. And so I grew up in Buffalo and I cheered through very cold winters. <laughs> and so I feel like I like endured, right? And so this was the pinnacle part, uh, a very big goal of mine. And there were 500 women that auditioned and they picked 40 of us. And so the stakes were high. It was very competitive. You had to be on your game, uh, 
on it, you know, physically, Mm -hmm. but also mentally, uh, with they, they put us through a very rigorous process. Uh, it was an application process and we had interviews, we had to do public speaking, we had to have physique evaluations, we had to have a, a, a solo uh, performance when you just literally learned the curriculum, like learn the choreography. Um, and then there was a group performance as well. So it was several stages to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I just can't, I'll never forget. It was just such an amazing experience to learn so much about competitive sports and mm-hmm. just the you know, breaking through each of those barriers, okay, making it to the first round and then making it to the next round. And to be able to be selected, that was just the beginning of of a really amazing career, but also a, a, a challenging one at that because although you make the team, just like life, like if you make the team, you you get a job, you start a business, you don't just make it, quote unquote, make sure. it. That's the beginning. Mm-hmm. So we had to audition every single every single day, every single week in order to meet the requirements to be on the field. So it took a lot. And so at a very young age, I learned discipline, uh, you know, competitiveness, the, you know, being on stage, learning how to eat, how to speak, how to be a role model and a celebrity in a local, in our local community. And uh, so it was just an amazing experience. And uh, so I'm so, I'm so grateful for it. Was there at any point that like you, were there any struggles being that persona? I I guess I can say like, was, was there any struggles? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anything that we do, it's that's part of the process. And that's what I love to help people understand. Mm-hmm. And that's how I coach, right, is recognizing that anything worth doing is going to have obstacles. Life is going to get thrown at us, right? So, you know, I just embrace it now. And my book is you know, 90 Day Planner to Embrace Chaos and Live a Fulfilling Life, right? So it's part of the journey. It's part of the process. And when I look back at that time, the 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 biggest challenge I had a couple. So I was not in a very healthy relationship, not only with the person that I was with at the time, which there was a lot of insecurities. We were young, right? And so there was a lot of jealousy. He didn't really enjoy my. He he loved sitting in the stands, but he didn't enjoy the fact that I was we weren't paid as a team. Like so, it was a volunteer position. Oh, so I, I gave, uh, yeah. I so we weren't paid, which was fine. Like there were five hundred women that tried out, right? And so we had rigorous rules and expectations, mm-hmm. and it's a pinnacle point of your career, right? And so they they told us, no, there's four hundred and fifty sixty people waiting to take your spot. So. That part was was tough, right? Mm-hmm. And to be a a role model and, a, and kind of a celebrity in a in a small town, right? Along with insecurities and you know trying to navigate college life and you know trying to get into the real world that you know in the early twenties, it's not easy, right? So of right. course that's natural stuff. So I had to deal with that. Um, but the the biggest challenge that I did have uh, in my NFL career, so was when I did a runway show for Spirit Halloween Store. We did a it was a beautiful event, 
and I dressed as a witch, right? And I wasn't, I, I, I don't ever dress as a witch. Like I'm more, I'm like the fairy mm-hmm. or the cheerleader or the nurse, right? I'm, I'm never a witch. But anyways, I had to wear these black stiletto shoes uh, to, to run, to do this runway, like fashion show. Mm-hmm. And, and I woke up the next day, my right baby toe was really big and really inflamed and it was really painful. Mm-hmm. And thankfully it was the end of the season. So I didn't really lose a lot of time. However, I couldn't put my foot in a boot and the the doctors basically left me out of the office. They're like, Oh, you're doing too much. Stop wearing those shoes. You know, you got an ingrown toenail and ingrown hail, like go, go suck it up. Right. Right. And within weeks, my entire body shut down. Yeah. Wow. And so I started getting pain in my knees into my shoulders. And then I ended up with lockjaw for three months. I had to eat out of a straw Mm -hmm. and it was just a really traumatic time. And so I ended up spending six months in a wheelchair and I shot my first for my first apartment in a wheelchair. And this was the end. What I thought of not only my NFL career, I was also a sprinter in high school and college. So I would, my running, what that was no longer a thing. I could barely walk. And I had to take steroid injections and chemotherapy pills to be able to even be able to walk. And so it just, that was the end of any athletic career that I ever had at the age of 22. Mm-hmm. And then uh, not only was I in that horrible relationship with the other person, um, the military actually tried to kick me out at the same time. So it was like everything, just the, the the carpet just ripped under me, like all at once. Right. And so it was, that was probably the most pivotal challenge. One of the most challenging times in my life where everything was just gone like that. And there was so much uncertainty and there was an identity shift. Mm. I, I, I now was living with it was a severe, uh, rare form of rheumatoid arthritis. So not only now, like I am no longer an athlete. I'm no longer an NFL cheerleader. All of that was ripped. I am, oh, by the way, I'm not going to be in the military anymore either. So all of my identities, and I had been with that person for six years too. So I was a girlfriend and I, you know, so it was just, so it everything was ripped, gone. Mm-hmm. And so that was just uh, when I look back at that time, it was very traumatic, but it had, that is, it gave me perspective when I look back now and kind of unpeel those layers of what had happened that has really fueled everything that I do and how I live my life and mm-hmm. how I help give others hope and inspiration um, amidst adversity challenges and anything that people go through. So that was really the beginning of the rest of my life. I want to kind of take a moment to like breathe that all in. And for maybe those people that are listening that are maybe dealing with something similar or, or dealing with, you know, that crisis moment of that, they think their life is over, I guess. What kind of tips would you be able to give them to stay focused, to keep going? Because you're an incredible example of that. So what kind of tips would you be able to give those people that just want to give up? Yeah. So I think there's, there's a lot, right. And there's a lot to unpack in, in these multiple different things that are going on all at once. So the biggest thing, I think the theme 
that I would love to help, you know, just to kind of give some tactical strategies. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that really did help me was I learned, I, I had to read arthritis for dummies. Like there wasn't the internet back then. It was 2005, right? So, right. you know, I had dial up internet. It was, I was literally using like Microsoft, you know, 1990 <laughs> uh, to, to in, through my, through my, yep. you know, through my college studies. Like I used Excel. It was like 1993, you know, it was just way back when, right? We still had landlines, you yep. know, uh-huh. and beepers, right? <laughs> so, so I just, I laugh about it, but nowadays we, we have these devices mm-hmm. where we can easily look up things. And so, and that can cause some challenges too, because, you know, I've had other situations where I've had to survive cancer as well. And I Googled that and that was traumatic as well. So I'll just say, do your homework and figure out, like really research what's happening in your body and your brain, wherever your, your situation is or in your relationship. So sometimes knowledge is power and really just kind of learning the science behind what's happening that can kind of give you just a little bit of courage, if you will, Mm -hmm. to know that you're not alone. Because if it's in a book, if it's in, if it's somewhere, just know because we, we get it, we cocoon and we get in our own heart, in our, in our own stuff. Mm -hmm. And we feel like no one else can understand us. So I think that to me was number one is learn, okay, so what is arthritis? What is an autoimmune disease? And how do I live with this for the rest of my life and not let it take over? So for me, I took control, right? I took control by learning. So sometimes even as an entrepreneur, I did the same thing. I had to learn skills. I had to learn how to wield a website. I had to learn how to speak on stage. I had to learn all of these things. I had to learn how to market a global brand on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Before COVID. So, you know, all of these things, it's sometimes knowledge is power, right? And so, and not only learning it from one, from one source. So I would say, do your homework, figure out what it is that is going on for you but also know that you're not alone. So I had to remind myself that too, because when stuff happens, it can feel very traumatic and feel alone. It can feel like everything's over. Your whole world is over. We tend to catastrophize. And so the second piece is reach out for help. So I did get help. Um, I, you know, my mother was an incredible support and compassion and companion with me. She helped give me the voice, right? So when I couldn't, or I was just too tired, or I was exhausted or frustrated or overwhelmed, she was there. Mm -hmm. And so she actually delivered me the arthritis for dummies. And we started reading it together. And then, you know, she really accompanied me through the difficult conversations with my doctors. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take no for an answer. And this was the first time in my life that I actually had a voice. And I want to just share that because as an athlete, as a dancer, as a runner, I've noticed throughout my life, it's a very internal uh, sport, right? Mm -hmm. Both running, Mm -hmm. dancing, cheerleading, performing. It's a very, so it's art. But your emotions and everything comes from within. So there's so much energy. And for those of you who have children out there that are, that have this creative brain, that there's just so much overwhelming energy and there's a lot of thoughts and, and feelings and emotions in there. 
And I always used my body to be able to do that and perform in a way, right? And totally be on, right? And be fully made up and show up and be the life of the party, right? And I love doing that too. But what I did find was through that, I also found myself in situations where I wasn't the one that had the voice. Mm. And I wasn't the one that was the thought leader. And I was just supposed to look pretty and be on stage and just be seen and not heard. And so I found some situations, not only in my military career, but in my personal life. And then also in my, in my own wealth, health and wellness journey, standing up for myself, for myself and advocating for myself and my health and saying no. I don't want this life. I don't want a pillbox bigger than my head taking endless amounts of medication while they poke and prod. And I had to take injections that had to be refrigerated and take a chemotherapy pill. And then all the medication to offset the ulcers that were burning and the needles. And it just, I was like, no, this can't be the rest of my life. And so finally, I, you know, with the help of my mom, with the help of therapy, I finally asked for help. And I stood up for myself. I said, no, there's got to be another way. What else can we do with what we've got? Because there's got, I'm 22. This can't be the end. And so that was the beginning of the rest of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, there was so much to unpack uh, there in regards to, number one, I completely agree with you in being your advocate for yourself, 100%, because so many people I feel like we can get into a whole spiral with the medical industry and like, you know, over-medicating and all that type of stuff, but be your own advocate. But at the same time, I love that you asked for help too, because a lot of people are afraid to, or those people that are maybe close to you are afraid to say, can I help you? Can I serve you in some capacity? So I want to honor you in that in, 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 the transparency and saying, listen, this is not who I'm going to be. I am going to fight this. I am going to overcome this. And this is how I'm going to do it. So I hope you guys that are listening are really taking in what she's saying, because it's, it's so important when you're dealing with those, you know, those times of of struggle. And I guess my next question for you is like with, with all the success that you're seeing and, and what have you through this overcoming and the strength that you've built, because I see you running. I see you now have this incredible fitness community. You're back into the full swing of things and being who you are meant to be. What's next? Hmm. Oh gosh, there's so much. And it's, it's, it's so amazing. I want to tell the, the end of the story, which is really yeah. quite powerful, I think. So it took me an entire year Mm. to get off of all of the medication, right? And so I ended up getting off of all of that harsh medication, took an entire year. I got out of the toxic relationship. I got out of the toxic relationship that I had with myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that I think was the, the most powerful piece was I learned who I was alone, you know, and, and just really got to know myself under stress, under pressure. And I dated myself. I, I spent six years single in my twenties. Like it sucked, but it also <laughs> was so beautiful because mm-hmm. I started running. I just, I just learned so much about my body and what it was capable of. 
And, and yes, some of it was to kind of really prove to other people and to myself, I'll say, you know, my ego was like there for sure Mm -hmm. because I just was like, I am capable. I am worthy. And what else can I do? And so I was on this like forward trajectory of like, Hey, what's next? What's next? What? And, and it was like almost, it was like an addiction really, because, you know, I went through in the last, what, 11 years, I think was my, I just, I just had a, a memory. It was 2011. No, it was 12 years ago. 2011, I ran the half marathon. It was my first half marathon in Disney. And it was just, I trained for it. I, I had no idea what I was getting into, but it was so pivotal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I could do a half. Now what's next? I think I can do a full. And so I've since run 26 full marathons. I run Boston, New York, Chicago, Berlin. I'm on a mission to run all six world marathon majors. So I have Tokyo and London left. I run a 50 mile race. I was in a documentary. So like I say all that not to brag, but just to share when you put your mind and your body to something, we don't know what's in store. We don't know. Even now today, we don't even know what we're capable of. So what's next? This big question, anything is possible. Mm. And my brand is Cruise Beyond Limits, is cruising beyond the limits that people, things, places, society puts on us and says, no, you can't do that. Or you're too tall. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too small. You're too this. You're too that. You don't have enough followers. All that is crap. But those are the, those are the limits that we end up placing on ourselves as well. So those voices. So we place a lot more limits on ourselves than other people will too. And so that's what holds us back. And so for me, what's next is, I, I know I'm going to be starting a podcast this year. I know that for sure. <laughs> I am going to be launching two more books this year. I know that. And I don't have the release dates yet. Um, probably one in the first half of this year and then one in the second I have an amazing uh, boot camp. I do a bombshell boot camp twice a year. The one is coming up next week. I don't know when this is going to air, but it's going to be the 16th to the 20th. And then I'm starting my six-month mastermind uh, that starts at the end of this month. So that is a holistic health, nutrition, mindset, habits, boundaries, relationships, everything. So that is a really beautiful community. And then I host retreats as well. So I host retreats in Costa Rica. There's six day all-inclusive experiences where you get to live with me and I'm in your chili for six (laughs) days. It's a beautiful curriculum where we unlearn a lot of things during this Mm. week together. And uh, so it is vacationing with a purpose. It is a, it's a transformational experience and it is my most favorite thing to do. So I take a couple groups each year. So last year I did three retreats in Costa Rica. And I'm actually not even going to call them retreats anymore because I don't want people thinking that they're coming back with like cucumbers on (laughs) their eyes and they're just going to be like, no, this is hard work, right? Mm -hmm. Only one to 2% of the population actually does this difficult internal work. And so we roll up our sleeves, we get gritty. Yes, we laugh, we have fun, there's adventure, there's fun, there's fitness, there's there's camaraderie and sisterhood. But it's it's an internal exp- 
experience is really what it is. So I just want to share that because I'm going to be bringing a lot more of these experiences, not only just to Costa Rica, but I'm doing a U.S. tour this year. So I'll be releasing that soon. So there's going to be a couple U.S.-based in a couple different cities. So that should be coming here shortly. So I'm super excited about that. Oh my God. It's so like, there's so many exciting things going on for you. I'm so excited. And like, guys, like I, what I, what I love most about you is the realness that you give, right. And, and the stories that you share within yourself. And a lot of people, you know, if they're looking on social media and looking at certain pages, you know, they, they see the highlight reel, but I think for you, which is what attracts me to you and like our friendship is that you can be that real person, that transparent person. So I got, guys, I encourage you to like, go to these retreats that she's, that Crystal is doing, go to the, do these boot camps that she's doing because she is just a queen at what she does. And she's going to, she's going to hold your hand. She is in the support, but you got to do the work 120%. Mm-hmm. But my final question for you is we kind of like roundabout is with all the success that you've been going through and like all the stuff that you have going on do you when when you look at yourself in the mirror right do you celebrate the small accomplishments that you've made yes yes it's my favorite thing to do now Mm. uh because it is it is a part of all of my my five core competencies is the cruise beyond limits continuum and celebration is the fifth C and this is what I go through in my boot camps and in my programs too. So this is actually the part of the process that I do every single day. So in uh I bookend each day so I think I told you I'm on a mission to help empower everyone put themselves first for 34 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. So 2 minutes of gratitude, goal setting, intentions, time blocking, right? 2 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes of movement. My, all of my workouts, I teach hit kickboxing boot camp sessions. They're 30 minutes, including warm up and cool down. They're so fun. And, and then two minutes of evening reflection and celebration. So it is a part of every single day now, because as I mentioned earlier, that addiction and that adrenaline rush of many, many marathons and so many more goals and ego and starting my business and all of the things. I didn't always stop to smell the roses. Mm -hmm. And I was always just like, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And what's next? And I found myself burning out. I found myself being, you know, getting to the end of like December 31st. I would be like, oh, but I didn't do this or I didn't beat my last time. You know, I made it to Boston. I qualified for Boston and New York and Chicago, like, as a marathon runner, that's the NFL of marathons, right? Mm-hmm. So I did 100%. that too, but it wasn't good enough. And so for so long, I just kept skipping over that part, skipping over, skipping over, skipping over. And I was ne- nothing was ever good enough. Mm. And then when I was diagnosed with cancer in 2019, I literally found myself in the fetal position again, having to rebuild a new identity. And I couldn't work out. I couldn't move. And I found myself in another spot, another really negative spot. And and I had to roll up my sleeves. And this is where I was like, okay, what can I do with what I've got? And how can I make an impact? And so six months went by. 
literally most people's 2020 of, uh, you know, overwhelm, doubt, mm-hmm. blame, shame, you know, binge drinking, eating, Netflix, all that. That was my 2019 of a dumpster fire of a year. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about Dr. Google, right? I Googled the the mold that was on my arm that kept flaking over. I just, it showed up and then I have a scar right here, as you can see, but this it was this tiny little thing that just showed up and I Googled that. And that was, and I was so afraid. So I, so if anybody's listening to this, if you see something on your body that isn't right, go, do not wait mm-hmm. because I waited and I sat in despair and, and of course I Googled it and it, it was exactly what I thought it was, which was melanoma, very aggressive form of skin cancer. And when I finally got in, I, they made me wait two months to see a dermatologist. So by the time I made the choice to call, then I had to wait. And then it was an emergency. They said, you have six months to live. And you need to have emergency surgery. So this was in October of 2019. So then I was in, I literally was, I, they found one on my leg as well. So they operated both on my arm and my leg at the same time. And, and then I couldn't work out or else I couldn't move barely or else it would bust open and that would be ugly. I'll spare you the details. (laughs) (laughs) But then COVID happened in March of 2019 or 2020, right? Mm -hmm. So I had been teaching boot camps and teaching classes and helping people in the military, in, in my dance academy. Uh, you know, that's a whole nother story. People actually accused me of uh, airbrushing my abs. So I started keep teaching ab classes and boot camp classes in the, in the academy, uh, in the dance academy where I was performing with. Mm-hmm. So I was a professional belly dancer as well. So I ended up bouncing back and performing again on a professional uh, belly dance. Uh, Academy. So, anyways, long story short, I was teaching all these boot camps. And so, one of my friends, she called me and she said, Hey, all the gyms just shut down. Can you teach something online? Mm. And, and, and I was like, I wasn't cleared by the doctors yet. And I was like, Yeah, I can. I have freeconferencecall.com. You know, that's how I got trained and certified as a coach, right? Right. Before Zoom, now we have Zoom and all these other platforms, but back then we didn't have it. And so I had been building an online business since 2017. So I had the platform and I was like, okay, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So that was the call that saved my life. And that's Mm -hmm. the call that I continue to celebrate each and every day because I now have a purpose and I'm leaving a legacy and I'm helping people show up when it's tough, when it's hard, when we need to come back. But we, it's really like, hey, what can I do right now? And I taught every day, 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. all throughout COVID. And that's what actually is what was the beginning of the Cruise Beyond Limits brand of what it is today. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate every step of the way, every hard part, every small win, every conversation, every win for all of my clients. And we'd be on here for hours if I told their stories, but the stories of resilience and strength and courage and the connections that we have in our community is just so beautiful. And I, and now I do not go a day without celebrating. I know that was a long, <laughs> a long no, question, a long no, answer to your question. Not at all. Not at all. Cause I think it's so important because I, so, I think a lot of people don't, they don't celebrate yeah. it. They, they go to that next level, that next level, because I, I ask this question often with interviews that I have and it seems like there's like a shift this year because now people are saying, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But a lot of people don't. 
And I want you guys that are listening to really get what she's saying because like, it's so important because if you don't, it will cause burnout. It will cause stress. It will cause so much. So, but I know, Crystal, I know that my listeners are going to want to connect with you, want to get to know you even more. So share all the links that they can connect with you with. I'm going to put it in the show notes so they could um, click on it and, and do all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on all the socials. I'm not going to give you all the links, but the the easiest way is through my website is crystalauracruz.com. I'll spell it out. It's www.krystalaurecruz.com. So crystalauracruz.com, just my first name, my last name. I'm the only one in the world. I'm a lot. I'm a handful. I'm a mouthful, <laughs> but I don't apologize for it anyway anymore. So yeah, find me on there. Please send me a message. I'd love to connect with you. Just hop on a call, get to know each other and uh, help support you in any way I can. Well, Crystal, I appreciate you just taking the time to chat with me and my listeners. And I know our journey is not, we're not ending here. Like we're, we're, no, we're, 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 we're friends to the <laughs> end. Seriously. I can't wait to see what comes of your journey to thus far. I mean, you're, you're just a special person and I'm blessed to know you and have a friendship with you. Truly, truly appreciate you. Likewise. You're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> of course. And guys, if you love this episode, please tag the two of us. We'll share it on our socials. We'll show you some love, but again, thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bella Mel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.